How's it going, podcast listeners? This is your host, Carlos Rivera. Welcome to the Simple Lifestyle Podcast. And today, I'm excited to have my buddy, Luke Faluna, here. Uh, we are both uh, officers for this, the Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization. And uh, we've been friends for a few years now, and I've uh, seen how his routines have, you know, really impacted his life and how he's been, you know, how, how he's been influenced. So that's a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today. But Luke, how you doing, man? Glad to have you in the show. Doing great, Carlos. How are you? Doing great, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. So, I mean, like from the years that I've known you, I've realized that you've, you develop a very structured, you know, morning routine and, you know, you've been, you've been very efficient with your time. How yes. I like to think about it, right? So, I mean, tell us a little bit about like your morning routine, right? So what do you do? You, I know you're a really early riser. Yes, You're one of those really early risers. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So every morning I get up at 5 a.m. It's pretty it's pretty easy for me these days because I've been doing it for years and years. I think I started first first doing this in middle school, waking up for swim practice pretty much every day. And you know, it's it's not too difficult for me these days. I wake up, put on a pot of coffee, drink a little bit, and then probably I do sit down and read, kind of plan out my day, all that, but really make a good breakfast. Then I go work out. It's that's about all there is to it. You know? <laughs> it's not difficult for me these days. So five a.m. rise because I'm I'm aware that a lot of swimmers uh, had to wake up extremely early every morning. Yes. To do that, so that's kind of when it started for you, right? Just waking up for a swim practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure at first it wasn't as easy at all, right? Oh no no no! Back in back in middle school, I, I hated it. But, <laughs> but you know, now I kind of realize it was kind of a blessing to be able to. You know, get up that early. I'm I'm very much consider myself a morning person. Mm-hmm. To be able to get up that early and it allows me to be very productive with my day. Like, I'll I'll look at the clock. It's ten o'clock and out and like and I'll realize I've already been up for five hours. You know, I've gotten a lot done. It's only ten o'clock. It it allows me to do a lot more with my day. And you know, for because I know a lot of people want to incorporate this kind of morning uh, morning ritual, as you can call it, just waking up as early as 5 a.m., it can be hard, you know, just, like, changing that completely in your schedule. And so, I mean, when you first transitioned from whatever time you're working up to the 5 a.m., right, did you – was there a process that you took to do that, or how did it work out for you? Um, for me, it it was just kind of – it wasn't a huge process for me because, like I said, I'd been doing it before. But this wasn't something that I did my freshman year of college. My freshman year, I was waking up 11 p.m. Oh, man. Not, not 11 p.m., 11 a.m. 11 a.m. <laughs> and I just, I did a little self-evaluation and realized, like, I could be doing so much more with my time. 11, 11 a.m., that's, you know, that's six hours later yeah. than that I do now. And there's a lot of stuff you can get done in six hours. So it's kind of just looking, you got to do self-reflection and realize where you're at and just kind of. Reevaluate your life. Yeah. So it was after your freshman year that you realized, okay, hey, look, this is where I am. This is where I used to be. You know, I, I mm-hmm. used to be able to wake up early, 5 a.m. Yeah, and I was like, what there's happened? no reason I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just get right back on track. You know, it's not one of those things you can be like, you know, I'll start this on Monday. You know, you, you can keep setting those future dates like, oh, I'm going to do this then. But, you know, you never actually get anything done. You just got to do it one day. I say, I'm going to get up that early. And I did. And, you know, you get tired throughout the day, but first few days are going to suck, but you get through it and it, it 
doesn't take long to establish that as a normal thing. And of course, like the the time you go to bed is extremely crucial, right? Yes, very. So I mean, what what time what times like that for you? Around nine, ten, or? Well, my mind starts shutting down around nine o'clock, which sometimes unfortunate, but I usually get in the bed around ten, and I just my phone is it's away. Like do not disturb mode. Finally, like it automatically goes on ten o'clock, and my phone is across the room. Alarm is all set. I don't worry about my phone. And then I really just read until I fall asleep. Usually takes like 30 minutes probably. But, yeah. And what are you reading right now? Right now I'm reading a book called Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. Really good book. Just about, I can't. <laughs> you told me it was hard to describe. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to try to explain it, but very, very good book. And uh, uh, What is it based on? Is it, you know, like a philosophy book? It's a, it's a dystopian novel. Uh, kind of revolves around Taggart Transcontinental, which is a railroad, and Reardon Metal, which Reardon Steel, really. Two two characters, Dagny Taggart and Hank Reardon, kind of their struggles against the looters who are the government and their regulations. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's like, wait, how many pages long? It's about 1,200 pages. Oh, so okay. it's, it's taken me a few months, only about 700 pages in, but very, very good book. Yeah, man, I, I might check it out. I don't know about the twelve hundred pages, but I'm more like a between two to three hundred. That's like my that's a good range. Good right? range. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so back so back to that morning routine, right? So you said you you know you get up and at this early time, and do you do any like because there's a morning routine that I've tried in the past called the 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 miracle miracle morning. morning. Yes, yes, which we talked about in the past as well. And you you tried it out, correct? I you did. Tried yes. out the miracle morning. Mm-hmm. So how, how did I go for you personally? Uh, personally, I, I liked it. I still implement some parts of that into my life today. Like one of the important things that Miracle Morning had was writing down what you're going to get done for that day, writing down your goals. And I wasn't doing that before. I was really just waking up early. So the Miracle Morning helped me kind of establish that. Like you, write, you write down what you need to get done in a set amount of time, right? Because I need to go to bed 10 o'clock. So when I'm, if I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock, I know a set amount of time that I have between, like, from 5 from five a.m. to 10 p.m., I know what I have to get done, and it really sets a sets a time limit on what needs to be done, yeah. Gotcha. And do you do any, you know, journaling at night as well? Because sometimes, you know, it's, it's recommended to end your day on on a good thought, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do a little self-reflection. I kind of write down what I got done, how how I felt getting those things done, and really just how effective I was with my time. Gotcha. That's that's very important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I've realized, the pattern of, you know, people who are able to wake up that early and accomplish a lot more in their day. Mm-hmm. It just, it's more satisfying and you, you're able to, to set longer-term goals and actually accomplish them mm-hmm. by doing all these things. So what were the initial benefits that you saw from just establishing all this, this, this morning routine that you developed? Well, like I said earlier, I have a lot more time during the day to get done what I need to get done. There's a lot of essential tasks that you need to take care of, like you set out a certain amount of time for studying, set out a certain amount of time for homework, and maybe you have you have meetings, you have classes, all that. So really the greatest benefit I saw was how much more time I had to work with. And do you I know I've heard different things about in what order you should put your tasks. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you do you do like the most stressful tasks first or what do you do with that? 
I do like to do my studying first because to me that's that's the most important to me. Mm-hmm. And because you have to do it when you first wake up because that's when your brain just finished recharging. You're at full energy right now. You can't wait until the end of the day because by that time you've already gone through lectures. People are meeting with you, talking with people, and your mind is kind of drained at that point. So I don't really believe in studying really late at night because I don't feel as productive. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think little by little my mind's been shutting down around like 9 and 10 recently as well it's just i don't know i don't know if it's like a college thing some people some people is a complete opposite right mm-hmm. they can go on for hours and hours on end in the morning like one two three a.m and mm-hmm. i don't know you just gotta, for, you gotta figure out what works best for you exactly i agree because some people are night owls like they mm-hmm. do actually do better work uh at night and everything right and one thing i've, I've read about you know Something called cold showers. I'm sure you yes. heard of those, right? <laughs> and so in the morning, you know, a lot of times we know it's important to get our body, you know, awake and with energy. Of course. You know, the food's important. The water's important. Mm-hmm. But the cold showers, there's okay. a, there's like a magic – there's some m- kind of magical force that come with cold showers, right? Yeah. So yeah. have you have you implemented the cold showers in your I life? I have. Very recently I started taking cold showers actually. And, wow, it the first few times you do it, it's terrible. <laughs> but it it kind of gives you that kind of willpower. Like if I I can jump into a cold shower, I can I can do a lot, you know. And it definitely wakes you up, no denying that. But taking cold showers, it really kind of gets you going. Other, I don't really know what else to say other than that. But you know, there's also like health benefits too, right? There's I have read things. a few things. Um, yeah. What have you heard? I'm curious. Just really, I think I've heard a good amount, like about. It helps your metabolism, mm-hmm. but health benefits isn't really what I started doing it for. I just did it for the energy, like getting going right away. And before me, you were used to swimming in the mornings, right? Mm-hmm. Which was similar. You know, you dive yeah. into a cold pool, and now I'm jumping into a cold shower. So, you know. Very, Yeah, pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Do you still swim nowadays, or is there a different workout that you've incorporated in your life? Right now, I've mostly just been lifting weights Mondays, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. And I do I do a little bit of swimming here and there, maybe once or twice a week, but it's not a big part of my life anymore. But I highly recommend lifting weights. So, I mean, what do you, what is your, like, your workout, you know, kind of mm-hmm. walk us through a little bit of what you do. Because, you know, you've told me in the past that people have actually, you know, have wanted to work out with you and have asked you for mm-hmm. the workout routines you've done, right? So, what's, uh, yep. what do you like to do? Typically, a, well, if, if we're going to start with a Monday, it's going to be upper body power workouts, just a lot of lifting. And I should get in beforehand, I always stretch. You cannot work out without stretching. Agreed. Like, you know, I've, I've hurt myself before, so I, I learned my lesson the hard way, but you have to stretch. But going back to my workout, it's all upper body power on Mondays. It's just, you know, a lot of pressing, stuff like that. A little bit kind of a press-pull combination with all your exercises. And then Tuesdays, rest, because... Upper body power is tough. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Wednesday is more upper body. And then, oh, sorry, Tuesday is, no, Tuesday was resting. Break, break. Yeah. Wednesday was more upper body, Thursday legs. And then Friday, upper body again. And then Sunday is going to be legs again. So it's a lot of weightlifting. I do run occasionally, but most of my workouts revolve around lifting weights. 
And all this in the morning, right? All of this in the morning, really of course. Early morning, six a.m., five a.m. Six a.m. is when the recreation center opens, so oh, that's so when yeah. I'm there. <laughs> nice. So you're one of the first ones there. Yes, it's really nice. Does it get packed at that time, or not? Not initially, but around six fifteen, six thirty, it gets it gets to be pretty busy. But if you knock out your essential exercises first, then you're you're good to go. You're you're gonna speed right through a workout. That's why I like it. Yeah. You know, the people who are there at 6 a.m., they are no-nonsense people. You don't uh-huh. see people standing around in your way. People get their things done. Wow. That's actually really nice. I mean, I've been to the rec before, and these days it's just very, very packed. Mm-hmm. And it, that, that does depend on the time, of course, right? Yes. They've expanded and all this stuff, but there's still like oh, yeah. 50,000 students here. Mm-hmm. So. Especially now. It's springtime. People want their, their summer bodies. Yeah. So. Spring break just ended, so everyone's you know trying to at least – get their summer mm-hmm. bod if they haven't gotten their spring break bod. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have resolutions starting off in the year mm-hmm. to get all these things started off. And, you know, right now we're, you know, we're in March, almost in April. So by this point, a lot of people's resolutions kind of like they die down, they, they completely get ignored and they don't, they're, they're basically done. Mm-hmm. Right. So have there, has there been any, any kind of like habits or tricks that you've done to help you, get your, at least push how long you can actually do your resolutions for? Yeah. Um, I think what's really important is an accountability partner. And for me, that's my brother. Um, I have to wake up every morning. I drive by his apartment to pick him up because he works out with me in the mornings too. So we, we kind of hold each other accountable like that. I think that's the most important thing when sticking to your resolutions because it's easy to tell yourself, oh, you know, I'll just, I'm not going to work out this morning. I'll sleep in a little bit. But when you have someone else that's depending on you, that's a whole nother ball game. You can't, you cannot take that day off, and then eventually it just builds that kind of discipline. And That's a key thing, the it. discipline. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as as a swimmer, you 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 knew about you know how how to stay you know on task and you know not not distracted from other things. Because when you're swimming, you got a lot going on. All you got to focus on, right? Yes. So now, besides a workout, because workout's important, but the fuel that you put into your body is absolute key, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, what kind of, do you do any sort of diet or do you, do I you do. meal prep? I do. I, I do meal prepping. Uh, it's usually a chicken breast, a few vegetables. That's going to that's gonna be a, like a typical dinner. A lunch consists of usually pasta, you know, a lot of carbohydrates. I do, I do um, a kind of diet style called If It Fits Your Macros. So you got to calculate your macronutrients. That would be proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. And essentially, it's a more flexible way of dieting, you know, so you don't hate yourself, you know, counting every <laughs> little tiny thing. Yeah. But you can essentially eat, eat a lot of whole foods, stuff like that, but there's also room for you know, a treat here and there. If it fits the amount of macronutrients that you need for the day, then you're good to go. Interesting. So what, what, what's like a typical meal that you prep for yourself mm-hmm. for, you know, like your, your lunches and dinners? Yeah. A typical dinner would be chicken breast, you know, with lemon pepper and olive oil with some sweet potatoes on the side and broccoli. That's pretty typical typical meal for me because, you know, you get the nutrients from the from the vegetables, all your protein. The carbs, I usually that usually I accomplish that in the lunchtime when I, I usually have a couple servings of pasta. But have you ever tried intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting, yeah. yeah. I did used to do that, but I need food throughout the day. Like, <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, because it's it's crazy. You know, you you probably wait you eat twice a day, and mm-hmm. you know, there's something interesting that I heard the other day. 
someone brought it to my attention that the word breakfast mm-hmm. comes from like breaking a, breaking fast. a fast. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's literally the breakfast was made to break the fast, the yeah. intermittent fast. I, I like to say my intermittent fasting is at night. At <laughs> night. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to put it too. <laughs> and do you? So you dedicate your Sundays to prep everything for the week, or how yeah. do you? How, Sundays, how's your routine for that? Sundays are pretty much just cleaning up my room, prepping my meals for the week, doing all my laundry, kind of getting my life back together after a busy week. Mm, interesting. That's how it has to be. You know, you just kind of have a, a set time where you do mm-hmm. things and block out your schedule. Is that kind of how you do? Like, you know, when you want to accomplish a task, you write down a certain time you're going to do it at? I, I'm not re- really one to set a specific time. But like I said before, if I know that I have to be in bed by 10, it kind of constricts my time. So I have to get that done in a certain amount of time. It's just, I don't, I'm not that specific about this. Okay. Yeah. I know because people like, you know, Elon Musk, I heard he, he plans out his day in five minute increments, mm-hmm. which is insane, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you do that? I mean, that? that's great advice. I don't think I could follow it, but. No. Yeah, that seems if it works for him, good for him. And he's got big companies to run, so yeah, it does. So it does work for him. (laughs) Maybe in that situation, you know, if we ever have a company like Tesla, we can probably consider. Of course. (laughs) So you know, a lot of people lack this kind of motivation to, Mm -hmm. you know, to to get started with a healthier lifestyle. Sometimes it's hard. You know, there's temptations. There's the marketing for certain restaurants to get you to eat Mm -hmm. their food. This kind of gets in people's minds, and they end up not eating as healthy as they wanted to. Yeah. Right? So is there, you know, is there something that you do that helps you stay away from temptations? Mm-hmm. Any any mental motivation? Well, for me, I kind of, if I know that I'm going to go out to eat with some friends, I'll eat, I'll eat beforehand and just get some light at the restaurant. Uh, when it comes to temptations, like maybe drinking or say some kind of dessert, I just kind of like to keep in mind, like, what my goal is. And, you know, I'm not going to accomplish that goal if I consume these, these bad things. Yeah. So, like, the sweets. Mm-hmm. Sweets are always bad. Well, I, I do consume sweets from time <laughs> to time. You know, like I said, I don't hate myself. Yeah. That, 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 the diet you mentioned, mm-hmm. that helps you. How does it, that work It gives exactly? me more flexibility. I just yeah. have to hit my macronutrients. So, I have to consume, like, I think it, it's 188 grams of protein, 240 grams of carbs and about 50 grams of fat. Okay. Sounds pretty good. I might I might try it out someday. I'm yeah. still trying to figure out what kind of diet I should yeah. incorporate. Yeah, and of course, you know, you can eat junk food time to time, but definitely focus on whole foods. Like, I love snacking on cherry tomatoes. Those oh, are my favorite really? things. And sweet bell peppers. You get these all at H-E-B? Yeah, yeah, H-E-B and Walmart, you know, whichever. Whichever's convenient. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, and you know, it's... It's it's a great lifestyle to live, you know, eating healthier and actually working out consistently, mm-hmm. making the most out of your day. Like these are very important key things. Mm-hmm. In these our whole lives. foods they give you a lot more energy throughout the day. Like once you start eating healthy, you'll notice a big change in how you feel. It kind of helps regulate your mood, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. So have you noticed, you know, what what kind of big goals have you accomplished thanks to all these different things? Mm-hmm. Well, I've actually planned out my day a lot easier. So I've been able to join more organizations. I'm involved four organizations, and I have no problem managing all those because I already have a set time, like, when I'm going to get this done. I know I have a meeting at 7 o'clock. I need to get this done beforehand because I know I'm going to be way too tired after the meeting. So it just allows me 
to do a lot more, like I said earlier. Yeah. And that's that's very that's very important because eventually when you you know, when we move on to the real world, we're gonna need these time management skills. Mm-hmm. Being like, okay, so I have I'm gonna be working from this time to this time, you know, doing these different things. But, you know, from what what I'm I've gotten to know you by now and I know that you don't wanna you definitely don't wanna do the typical nine to five lifestyle. No, correct. No. <laughs> Worst nightmare right there. Oh yeah. I I kind of agree, honestly. I don't wanna go through all that either, but if we want to, if we have to start there to get, you know, the ball rolling, mm-hmm. I'll go there for a few years and then like again, we're we, we, we're really interested in entrepreneurship. Of course. Right. So our we've incorporated different we've we've t- we've analyzed different perspectives and different mm-hmm. kind of lifestyles, entrepreneurial lifestyles that we're interested in getting involved in, right? Yeah. We're both involved with Startup Aggieland and the yeah. Asian Entrepreneurs Organization. So we're working on getting our, our lives in that direction. Yeah. And I, I mean I just think it's it allows you to have more room for personal growth and development, mm-hmm. right? And you can leave a much bigger impact. Yeah. Because you're creating something based on a problem, right? So you're trying to solve a problem. You're trying to help people. You mm-hmm. know, many times it's not really a selfish reason. You're doing it to literally solve someone else's problem. Yeah. Not even just one person, maybe thousands, millions of people, mm-hmm. right? So it's really, it's a great lifestyle. So, you know, going talking about entrepreneurship now, have you pursued any entrepreneurship ventures recently? Actually, recently I've had I have a lot of ideas that go around in my head. Nothing has solidified. I usually go to Startup Aggieland and we kind of talk about my ideas and we kind of do a thing where people kind of you stand up, give your presentation, and then people start asking you questions. Well, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do this? Where are you going to get funding for this? And it kind of puts your idea into perspective. Like maybe my idea wasn't that great. So a lot, of, a lot of my ideas, they get shut down, I'll be honest. <laughs> but now, these past few weeks, I have been doing a lot of research in fitness and nutrition. And I'm kinda, I am definitely working on putting together like a booklet because a lot of people ask me like, how I work out, all those kind of things. Because people, people like what they're seeing, pretty much. <laughs> so you know, if, if I can provide value to those people, absolutely, I will pursue putting together kind of a health and nutrition workout plan for other people. So you definitely would get involved. You, you would consider getting involved in the fitness industry. For sure. Yeah. And do you think that's something you want to do, you know, now want to incorporate that now in your life or you're going to probably wait until you graduate? You know, as a college student, I feel like now would be a great time because I do have a lot more time now than I probably would in later on in life when you're holding down a real job and you're doing all these, you got to raise a family, you got to save up money for a house. But I think college is perfect time to kind of explore what you're capable of. I definitely agree, man. I've I've definitely realized that in college, you know, first of all, you have the leverage as, mm-hmm. you know, a, being person. a student. Mm-hmm. You know, you're young, you have time. We have much less responsibilities right now. And it just this is a great time for it, for us to be influential and, you know, just create something that that we're passionate about because mm-hmm. we can, you know, let's I've heard this a few times from Gary Vee, you know. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yes. But like, you know, so if you know, let's say you work your butt off for, for 10 years. Within those 10 years, you fail, you fail, you fail. You don't succeed in anything. Mm-hmm. You wake up, you're still going to be really young, yeah. right? 30 years old, which is actually Relatively really young. young. If, you're, if you think about it, it's actually really young. A 30-year-old is a young individual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that whole concept of just, you know, not giving up because you're going to keep going for things. You're going to pursue different different things. But then at the end of the day, some people get discouraged when they start failing. 
and yeah. they, they don't know what to do. They don't pick themselves up. So have you have you gone through a a big failure that you know that probably set you down a bit at first, but you picked yourself up from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, plenty of times. You know, you apply you apply for scholarships, you apply for organizations, and you get rejected all the time. I mean, personally, like I'm not very good in social settings, <laughs> and so I get rejected from a lot of organizations. I've I've applied for many, and I got rejected a lot. And it was after my freshman year when I realized I wasn't very involved. Even though I tried to, I tried to be involved, but I, I just didn't reach my goals. You know, I kind of had to take a step back and realize, you know, what what exactly do I want? How how am I gonna kind of make it better for me? Gotcha. And I mean, after all these things that you've done with your life, you know, the morning routine, waking up early, eating healthy, working out, um, learning from you know from from these rejections and everything, are there any philosophies or uh, principles you live by in your life? Actually, it was a this is Chinese proverb. It's really cheesy, but it said, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And that's basically what that tells me is, you know, just get started today. You, you know, you always say, oh, I should have done this. I should have done this back, back then. Just, okay, you can't, you can't change that. You already, you already missed your opportunity. Just start now. Hmm. So is there anything you're going to, you're going to start anytime soon? I'm working on that that fitness, putting together a booklet. Oh, yeah, the booklet. Yeah. So that's for sure you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is an accountability thing right here. Yes, it is. People are going to listen gonna, to this. Carlos, <laughs> you were going to ask me about this throughout the week. I know you are. I'm, I will. I'm going to be working on it. I will. I mean, and do you consider yourself a good writer? I think so, yeah, because I went through I was in advanced classes for English, and I know how to communicate in writing. Not that okay. great orally, but, you know. I'm a good writer. Nice. That can definitely help out the process. Then. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of a lot of us, you know, we we are motivated by different things. Yeah. Correct. Is there a certain a goal that motivates you to continue, or a certain individual that motivates you? Um, not particularly. It's kind of selfish, but I hate disappointing myself <laughs> just because I I set out you know lofty goals for myself, and when I'm when I don't achieve those, you know, I'm pretty disappointed in myself. I usually just pick myself up and keep going, but, yeah, I really hold myself accountable to me. Okay. I mean, and having your brother. Yeah, and, and my well. brother, of course. Because you guys are twins, correct? We, we are. We, we are twins. I'm two minutes older, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I remember, I think, yeah, I was one time, and I was in the elevator one time, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I walked in, and I see someone that looked exactly like you, but he was wearing the core outfit. I was like, okay, you're not Luke. It's like, hey, are you Luke's brother by any chance? Like, yeah, 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 it's me. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was it was just funny because you guys are very identical. Yeah, twins. I mean, I have his friends coming up to me all the time, like, hey, what's going on, Noah? I'm like, got the twin. <laughs> <laughs> How is it like being a twin? Do you like it? I like it. Yeah, I mean, you always have someone around for you. You know, someone you can call at any time. It's it's good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Always had that someone to compete with, like in terms of you know being healthy and getting stronger. I can always look at him and be like, hmm, I got to I gotta be bigger than him, you know? Oh, okay. Got to get better grades than him. Is that what, it's is he- that it's healthy competition. <laughs> and that's good. I think I think competition, a good amount of competition is healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us just completely avoid competition because we don't like losing. We don't like the feeling of, like you said, disappointing mm-hmm. yourself. I mean, I do agree. It, it really is. It's a, it's a really healthy thing to do, mm-hmm. right? So do you think... This kind of lifestyle that you're living now, you're gonna to want to live for the rest of your life. I mean, if, ideally, yes. Of course. But yeah. you know, 
Do you think you're still going to be waking up at 5 every day for as long as you can go well, for? Well, you know, at this rate, if I keep it up, it's just it's part of my circadian rhythm. Like, sometimes I still I wake up at 4.50 because my brain just knows when to wake me up. So I think waking up early will always be a part of my life. Just like with, I get it from my dad. My dad's up at 4.30 every morning, just wow. naturally. He, if he, he just wakes up. He doesn't set an alarm. He just gets up that time. And so it's kind of in my blood, if you will. Do you skip weekends or do you also do it on the weekends? It depends. Sometimes if I go out, then I'll, I'll allow myself sleep in a bit, maybe 7 o'clock. But for the most part, no, I still, yeah, I still get up at 4.30. Nice. Or, sorry, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. Yeah. Would you ever consider going back 30 more minutes? Or I actually did back in, back in October because I had just started. I was doing the Miracle Morning mm-hmm. with you. And I needed a little bit more time to do everything. With we had the like silence, affirmations, and visualization, visualization. exercise, reading, scribing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that took a little bit more time. So I, I was waking up at four thirty during that period, but I don't do all that now. So I allow I allow myself that extra thirty minutes. That's good. I mean, cause you can do you can do you know a lot in thirty minutes, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's, I didn't think it was worth it that much personally. The thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, to me right now, just thinking about being up at five, it's like, oh, man. I want to try it, though. I really do. It's one of those things that, you know, it's it's almost, you know, it's almost obvious that you should be waking up earlier. Yeah. Right? It's just something that you you know that, okay, I if I get up earlier, I will accomplish a lot more things and, you know, I will be more successful, mm-hmm. basically. Right? So... Basically, Luke, now um, on the ending note, is there any is there any advice that you would give anyone out there or just like a, a last little nugget to leave people mm-hmm. with about, you know, just motivating them to continue with fitness and waking up early and just, you know, all that stuff? Mm-hmm. I would say pick a time to get up and you have to follow through with that every single day, you know, and you can't you can't start on Monday. You can't start next week. You, you just start tomorrow. It's. It's it will change your life completely. Do not wait. Just just get going. Is all I can say. Or else the tree's gonna grow and mm-hmm. you're gonna wish you planted it early. Exactly. I actually like that. I think I'm gonna put that on my wall. Just somewhere, somewhere I can see it every day. Yeah. Well, Louis, thank you so much for coming out here today, man. I uh, I love having you on the show, and uh, I know a lot of people will probably be more inspired now to actually wake up early and all that stuff. So thanks for coming out today, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. All right, guys. That was Luke Faluna. And uh, I will keep you guys updated whenever he actually creates his book because like, I'm going to hold him accountable to, for him to actually get it done. But thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.